In today's episode, I want to talk about giving and being generous, making donations to nonprofits, tithing churches, things like that, and how this changed my life. Because there was a very specific moment where my perception of giving and the importance of being generous changed because I didn't always used to be this way, giving and being being uh, generous with no expectation of return is something that I've struggled with because um, not because I didn't grow up with seeing people do it, but because I um, grew up kind of with this or when I got into business, there was this understanding or this expectation that anytime you spent money on something, right, there should be able to be some form of measurable ROI. And so I struggled. I, I struggled with giving. And that's what we're going to talk about here in this episode. And I want to, my purpose of this, cause, cause it's always a weird topic, right? Um, and by the way, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Josh 40 effect. My name is Josh 40. And if you're here right now, this is a podcast really, it's just as dedicated to, to share my story, share, share stories, share my journey of through life of becoming the best version of myself, uh, sitting down, having important conversations and talking about important topics with people so that we can all become the best version of ourselves. Um, but, but it's interesting, this topic of giving, right? is it's something that um, it's kind of weird to talk about, right? Because you kind of feel, uh, you know, oftentimes people, you know, they criticize you. They're like, oh, you're just talking about giving because you want people to know how much you give or, um, you know, you're trying to whatever, you know, promote something, you know, a specific charity or whatever it is, right? That's not my purpose here. My purpose here is to share my experience with how giving changed me and changed my relationship with money, all right? Because it's powerful, and I want to back up though, because so I grew up in a a very religious church, right? Very, very, very religious. Um, my parents and the church that I grew up in at the time were, I mean, I I I call it cult like cult like Christianity, right? And not that there's ne- anything necessarily bad about that, right? I I um you know it's interesting. I think cult has a negative connotation towards it, but like it was just we were in our own little world right and it was a very small world and i genuinely believed that the people there had good intentions and that they were doing their best and uh, anyway it was very conservative though right and it was kind of like this this rule right of the church that you just tithe you gave 10%, right? And I watched um, my parents be faithful with that. I watched pretty much everybody in the church be very, very faithful, even when we didn't have money, right? And that confused me, right? That confused me at the time, right? I, I'm not saying it was the right decision or the wrong decision. I'm just giving my perspective at the time. And I've grown to appreciate this over time. But at the time I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, we didn't grow up with that much money, right? Like money was always a stress point. And I, I always have to preface this by, you know, because my mom, I know you listen to this and, and if my dad's listening or anything like that, like, like, I think, you know, my parents did a phenomenal job raising us and did excuse me, a phenomenal job taking care of us to the best of their ability, to, to the best that they knew how, right? 100%, there's no question about that, right? But but money was always this stress point, right? And so I would go and I would watch us give, you know, tithe our 10% and I watch others that everybody in our church, there wasn't a whole lot of wealthy people that I grew up around, particularly in the church, right? And um, I would watch, I'm like, why are we giving this money away? Wouldn't God want us to keep that money? Right? Why? Why wouldn't God want us to go, and and keep that money for ourselves? Because like we're in need of it. Like we have these you know things that we we could you know use to spend it on or to invest in or like whatever. Right? And so as I grew up, like this idea of giving, I always I always knew it was a good idea. Right? I I always heard that God will bless you for it. I always heard that the universe will give back to you in in ways that you don't understand. But you know the type of giving that I liked. The type of giving that I liked was where I knew exactly where my money was going, 
right? Oh, I knew that I was gonna give my money to this specific family for this specific need because then I could determine whether or not it was justified. Then I could determine whether or not uh, giving was a good idea, whether my money was going to go to a good cause or not. But just giving to the church or giving in general to an organization that I believe in without knowing the specifics was always very difficult for me, right? And uh, as I grew up, um, I, I would consider myself uh, a fairly generous person, right? Um, that's something that I've always strived to be. And I think, I think you know, uh, between you and I, I think at the beginning, it was for selfish reasons, right? Like I would, I would always, you know, pick up the tab when I was out with friends or something like that. I remember not always, but a lot of times, right? Or I would, you know, um, give to people that I knew were in need, you know, homeless people, whatever, where I could immediately feel good about it. Right, but like I didn't like make a consistent habit of giving even when it was hard to give, e giving what I felt called to give even if I didn't understand it, right? And it was this, it was just this weird dynamic, right? And I think a lot of us, uh, you know, a lot of us deal with that, especially if you know you grew up with money issues or you don't understand, like you didn't grow up around, um, you know, people that did this religiously or whatever. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. So anyway, so I go through and I start making a little bit more money. And I remember there was a time uh, I, as, I, as I got into my entrepreneurship career and I started making money, like for the first time, like when I, when I, when I made more than, you know, $25,000 in a year before, right? And I made my first, you know, six figures or whatever. And I was very stingy with money. I didn't give to a church. I didn't tithe. Um, you know, every now and then I would give to a charity. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to eventually, someday, someday I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to be generous. Someday I'll go and give 10%. When I have, then I will give, right? And um, I'll never forget as time went on with this, there, there was a point, um, couple years into my entrepreneurship career where I was struggling with money, right? I did not have a lot at the time. There was a, it was a time of scarcity in my life. And uh, it was a time when in that moment, I certainly would not have uh, just, just, you know, wanted to just hand out money. I was, I don't know if penny pinching is the right word, but I was, I was very aware of every dollar that I was spending, right? We've all been there where you like, you tally it up and you do the math in your head and you pull up your account and you make sure you got everything like, okay, I know like I've got a bill, you know, in a month from now and then two weeks from now and this from now and you like tally it all up and you're like, okay, I, I think I can spend this 10 bucks, right? Or I you can spend this thousand bucks or whatever it is, right? So anyway, so I'm in that scenario and I'm in that situation and I remember I'm, I'm looking for motivation, I'm looking for inspiration, I'm looking for this way out for clarity and I'm on YouTube and I'm watching all these different motivational videos or you know, strategy videos trying to figure the whole thing out. And I remember I started kind of like looking into the concept of money because I felt like I didn't have a great relationship with money. I felt like I didn't understand money very well. I kept seeing these people talk about like, you gotta change the, the nature of your relationship with money, that you gotta, you gotta understand how money works. You can't be afraid of money, right? You have to understand what money is and that's an exchange of value. And they would tell me all these different things, right? And I'm like, okay, I need to understand that. I need to, I need to change my relationship with money. And I'll never forget, I watched, this, I watched this clip from Tony Robbins. I think I've told, um, told this part of the story before, right? I watched this clip from Tony Robbins. And he's talking about, um, you know, money and giving and this or whatever. And he goes, do you want to change your relationship with money? Do you want to change your life? Just give. Just effing give. Those, that, I mean, he used the word, right? But like, just effing give. And he's like, it will come back to you in ways that you don't understand. It will come back to you in ways that you never expect. It will change the dynamic of your relationship with money. Right now, here in this moment, right? I, I once again, I grew up Christian. I grew up in a very religious environment. Like you were supposed to give ten percent, 
right? Whether or not you thought, you know, you liked it or not, or like, that's just what you did. That's what you were supposed to do. But I didn't, I, I wasn't very good at consistently doing that every single week, right? And what was interesting was in that moment, I went and I was like, okay, okay, Tony Robbins, and not that it was just Tony Robbins that just said it, it was just like Tony Robbins happened to be the person that you know, told me to do this, right? He's like, Tony Robbins is like, go out there and just give, right? And here's a guy that was incredibly wealthy and he told his story of how, you know, when he had like, I don't know, it was like $20 left to his name or $17 left to his name and he's there and he's watching this, you know, he goes out to eat and he, you know, pays for his, you know, meal. He's only got like a couple bucks left and there's this kid there that like was trying to pay for, I don't know, trying to pay for the meal. Anyway, he takes all his money out and he puts it on the table and basically he's broke and he's like, I've never felt better, right? And I'm like, well, I'm not quite that broke, right? I'm not to that point. I've got some money, but I bet you this, maybe this could work. And so I go and I just, I, I go and I make a donation, right? I decide, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go give money. And I wanted to give a, 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 a donation enough that it would hurt a little bit, right? That it would sting. And so at the time, like, I don't know, I don't even remember the exact amount. I want to say it was like 500 bucks, right? So it wasn't anything crazy, right? But it was enough to where, like, it wasn't like 50 bucks and I saw it on my bank statement. I was just like, okay, cool, it's just another expense. It was like a noticeable line item, right? And so I go and I give this $500 and I give it to an organization that, I have no idea what they're gonna spend the money on, like specifically, right? I know they're a nonprofit, I knew what they supported. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, this is where I feel called to give. And I just went and I just gave. And what was so interesting about it is in that moment, like as soon as I gave it and I paid it, it was so painful, I was like, I'm gonna regret this. This is gonna suck, right? And then like a week went by, right? A week goes by, I've paid off the credit card now, right? Like I've you know, made the payment on it or whatever. And I'm revealing finances or whatever. And I go and like, I realize that that week, like I like looked at money differently. At the, I realized that at that moment, like my relationship with money had started to change because all of a sudden it was like, wait a second, whoa, that was a good allocation of money. Wait a second, like that's, like I'm being responsible with money at that point because I'm giving it to people in need. I'm giving it to a charitable organization. I'm giving and I'm not hoarding. I'm not like, like I'm, my, my fists aren't clinched anymore, right? I'm, I'm willing to like open up. And I remember feeling for the very, very first time that there was this noticeable shift in my relationship with money, right? Because it was like in this moment where I'm like, I don't feel like I have this, like, I'm gonna, I, I, like I said, I don't remember exactly. It was like around 500 bucks, right? I don't have this $500 to give in my head, right? But guess what? I made, I gave it and I didn't die and I wasn't homeless and I ended up making more money. And I'm, by the way, there wasn't some direct correlation of like, I gave $500, then I received a $5,000 check in the mail or anything. That's not what happened, right? But what happened was, is that there was a noticeable relationship with money shift. It shifted because now it was like, wait a second. I, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, I became worthy, more worthy than I was of, of, uh, of having money. Because now I, under, I started to understand that money was abundant. And I started to realize that like there was this shift of, I am a vessel. And I know this might sound crazy, but like, like all of life is just energy, right? And like money is essentially energy. It's a type of energy, just like electricity or water or oil or whatever. Money is a type of energy, right? 
And so like when energy flows, it flows to the places that are most deservant of energy, right? Why, you know, the, the power plants are store energy and distribute energy, right? They multiply energy, investments multiply money. And so money goes where it is respected. Money goes where people have a good relationship with it. Money goes where it's not desperate. I remember uh, reading a book where the guy's like, uh, money and girls are very similar. If you're desperate and needy of them, you're not gonna get them, right? So if you're desperate and needy of money, you're not gonna have it. But when you're not desperate, when you, when you shift that relationship with money, you become worthy of being able to have it. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're gonna have an instant shift if you start giving. I'm not gonna say you're gonna have the same experience as I did. But what I am saying is I had a noticeable shift in my relationship with money. And at that moment, there was this shift that was like, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. If I wanna stop living in scarcity, I've gotta start giving. If I want to stop living in scarcity and acting like there's not gonna be resources for me, then I better start acting like there's plenty of resources on this planet. I better start acting like there's plenty of money in the world. I better act like, hey, you know what? Like if I become worthy of it, it's going to come to me. And I know that sounds fluffy and woo woo, but it's like, it's true. I've known it to be true in my life. And ever since that point, giving has become a huge part of my life. And I'm not sitting here to try to toot my own horn and be like, I give so much money. I don't give crazy amounts compared to some people. I'm not like, I can't stress enough. Like I'm not like trying to like be, show how amazing I am. I have a strong conviction of giving, not necessarily because like, I'm like, yay, I help poor people or I help those in need. Yes, that is a probably, you know, that's probably what is happening with the donations, but rather that I feel like I have a better relationship with money. I have a better understanding and a better relationship with um, abundance. I have a better relationship with God. I have a better relationship with myself. I have a better mindset, a better mentality because my relationship with money changed when I started giving it. And um, as many of you guys know, so uh, I have uh, an automatic, I have an automatic payment just set up every single month where we give um, a percentage of all of our sales. We give a percent of every sale that we make inside of Think Different Theory, we donate to Operation Underground Railroad, right? Which is a, um, a company that helps with sex trafficking. And, um, you know, it's, it's so weird. And then I go, it's just a monthly recurring payment of an average. And then like, I just write a check every, every few months if there's, you know, more or less or whatever. I just you know, write, write a check for the balance or whatever, right? And um, what's interesting is that like, when I started doing that, like people like criticized me, it was really weird, right? And they were like, oh, you're just, you're telling people that because you want people to think you're so generous and amazing and awesome, right? And I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm doing that because I, I feel like it's the right thing to do. And so I've, what's interesting though, is that I used to think that unless people knew that I gave, it wasn't gonna be as effective for me, right? Like I knew that if I gave money to some, let's say I gave 500 bucks to somebody, right? I give $500 to them. Like they're gonna know and they're gonna appreciate it, right? But like, if nobody else knew, how am I gonna be benefited from that, right? That's how I used to think. And that's not right, right? It's very selfish, very self-serving. But like, that's how I used to think. But what's interesting is I have found that the more I give in private or in secret without the world knowing, without anybody else knowing, like the more that my personal relationship with money changes the more that I live in abundance and less in scarcity, the more that I am able to understand the true, true value of money and have less of an, uh, an emotional attachment to it, become less needy of it. And so like my encouragement to you is like, if you're struggling with money, 
Like, be selfish here for a second and go give money away. Be selfish for a second and go donate. And watch your relationship with money change, right? And I'm not perfect at this. I still get into scarcity mode. I still get in the times, there's still times where I'm like, ooh, I don't wanna give right now. Ooh, money's a little tight. Ooh, maybe I can cancel it. But it's like, I personally have found in my own life, in just my own experience of sharing this, like when I'm in that mode, typically speaking, that's when I have, like when I stop giving, that's when I have more money problems. Typically, right? And the typically when I give, I have less money problems. Typically when I give, money flows to me more abundantly. Typically when I give, I have less problems asking for money and collecting money on sales calls and in my business, right? I feel less guilty about asking for high wages because like I know, I'll give an example of this, Elon Musk, right? People are talking about taxation and should he pay taxes and blah, blah, blah and everything like this, right? And he did an interview where he was like, you know, it's interesting basically when you get to his level where he is dealing with such large, large, large sums of money, right? I don't want to pay $13 billion in taxes this year or something like that, right? So like, I don't know the exact number, but like at that point, like you're dealing with such large sums of money, that's like government level money, right? And so Elon said something that was interesting. He's like, what you're looking at is, is that at this point is you're looking at asset allocation, right? Whether it's money or, you know, assets or whatever, you know, resources or whatever. And who is the best at allocating resources? And he's like, the government is terrible at allocating resources, right? They're terrible. I mean, they're the worst ever. They're like the worst organization ever. And Elon has been, you know, has proven as well as other, you know, other CEOs and other, not all of them, but, you know, some of them, but Elon particularly has proven that he's very good at asset allocation, very good at being generous, very good at going out there and building things and, and you know, producing things or whatever, right? And so it's like this asset allocation game, right? And so because Elon Musk is worthy, of how he spends his money, how he invests his money, what he does with his money, look at how wealthy he has become. He has taken all of his money and he's not buying houses and yachts and things of that nature. He's dumping back into businesses and companies that produce jobs, that provide real value to the world, that give back, right? He's you know, donated, I don't know, what is it, $5 billion to help end world hunger, right? All these things. And so money flows to him because he is good at asset allocation, because he is worthy of it. That's what it's like when you understand giving, right? And once again, I can't stress this enough that I'm not perfect at this, that I have so much to learn on this. I'm just trying to share my experience. So for those of you that are out there, they're like, like me, how do I change my relationship with money? Right? How do I change? What's giving going to do for me? Should I give? How often should I give? How much should I give? I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't know how often. I'm not you. I'm sharing my experience. And my experience was, is that even, even in a couple hundred bucks, started to change my relationship with money, started to change how I thought about money. And the more my mind shifted and changed, the more I was able to understand money, the more money I had, and the more I became worthy to have more because I now am worthy of, because I give a, a percentage of my money when I'm small, and this is not, once again, not me, I can't stress this enough. When, when you give a percentage of money, of your money when you have a little, you're going to give a percentage of money when you have a lot. And if you don't give it when you have a little, you're not gonna do it when you have a lot. There's a verse in the Bible that's, um, he who's faithful in the little things will be faithful also in much, right? If you're faithful when you have nothing, when you're faithful when you have a little, you will also be faithful when you have a lot. That is how you become worthy of having more. So anyway, I wanted to share this with you. Um, it was just on my heart today. I just felt like I was supposed to make this episode. I, I, hopefully this resonates with somebody. Uh, and and go, go give. Go, go. It will change your life. It will change your perspective with money. At least it did for me. And um, you know, do it when it's hard. 
The only one that's not comfortable. And uh, watch God or the universe or whatever you believe in. Watch, watch it give it back to you. Maybe not in ways that you think. Maybe not in, you know, ways of like, oh, yeah, I gave, the, you know, uh, I gave uh, you know, 25, you know, or I gave 500 bucks or 300 bucks or whatever it was. And now I got a $5,000 check. I found like, yes, those things do happen at, at times, but like, I, I don't think that's the main reason that you give, right? You don't give with the expectation of receiving something back, but I have found that you do receive something back, but oftentimes it is not in the way that you think you're going to receive it back. For me, it was a relationship change with money, a, perspe a perspective change of money, a perception change. And I'm sure that those things ultimately did yield to me having more money, but, but yeah, anyway, so there's that. That's all I've got for you guys. Hey, if you guys uh, like these episodes, make sure to subscribe, whether it be on YouTube or on audio, wherever it is that you're listening. Down below in the description of this um, episode, there is your ability to get my MindShift playbook. If you wanna learn how to think, I wrote a, a, a playbook. It's five simple steps to being able to shift your mindset. Uh, this, this playbook was actually written. Uh, I went on this seven-month journey of studying the mind. Uh, I, I, I had a fair amount of success. I was making like $50,000 a month, but I was miserably, miserably depressed. I had this crashing moment. I canceled all my clients, refunded tens of thousands of dollars, spent seven months going and studying the mind, studying, you know, psycho-cybernetics and Joe Dispenza and Tony Robbins and all the courses. And this, this five-part guide is how I turned my life around. And it's all about how I think and what I did. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can go down below. I also have a sales guide down below. You can pick it up for free. It's how uh, the ultimate sales framework. It's basically how to sell $3,000 to $15,000, <laughs> excuse me, $3,000 to $15,000 offers consistently on the phone. Um, and set up a sales system that allows you to sell effectively. There's a bunch of other resources down there. Make sure to go check that out and uh, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment, hit the like button. Uh, and um, yeah, I appreciate all your support. Appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for being part of the Josh Forty Effect. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Know who you are. Know yourself. Know what you believe. Know why you believe it and be able to defend it because when you do that, it forces you to think. It forces you to know what you believe and why you believe it. And it forces you to become the best version of yourself. And question and challenge the beliefs that are not serving you and get clear on uh, the future of what your life is going to look like. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace.